Hi, I'm Joe Posnanski, and I'm here again with Molly Knight. We're talking a little baseball. We're five hours, a little less than five hours from World Series Game 1. So you and I, for the next half an hour, are going to escape from the rest of this world and talk a little baseball, right? We we need baseball. We need baseball. Yes, I'm very excited. More than ever. So lots to discuss, lots of possibilities here with the – Phillies and don't you think it has been so weird that basically every single thing in the National League went haywire and every single thing in the American League went exactly according to plan it's so weird right I gotta say though the Phillies came into LA um I don't remember when that was this whole year has been a weird blur um it was like in July right I remember you talking about this yeah and they kicked the Dodgers ass. Yeah. I mean, they were, and that was, that was when Schwarber and Harper were both, you know, Schwarber and Harper, what they can right. do. And I was like, and you know, wow, like we got Wheeler and Nola and I thought, and, and the Dodgers were smoking everybody, right? Right. Right. And they came in and they, they boat raced them. I mean, I think maybe the Dodgers won a, I think it was a four game series and maybe the Dodgers won one or two, but they got, I mean, Honestly, I thought this is the best team they've seen all year. Yeah. But then it's like, oh God. Then like the next, the, you know, the next month, all I see because I follow, you know, Phillies beat writers on Twitter, and it's just like, oh my God, they can't play defense. Oh my God, they have right. no pitching. It's like the most inconsistent. You you catch them at the at the right time, and you and they're a mess. You catch them at the wrong time, and and you'll get steamrolled. Um. So. I'm kind of in a weird way, like I'm kind of not surprised because their upside is what we're seeing right now. Right, right. I think that's how that's what what you have. They're such a weird team in that where they are elite, they are elite, right? They have elite top two starters as good as anybody in baseball. Uh, they've got that middle of that lineup. I mean, Schwarber led the league at home runs as a leadoff hitter. But Harper, when Harper's right, is as good as anybody in the league. Um, You know, uh, Reese Hoskins can hurt you. Uh, Castellanos can hurt you. Like, there are a bunch of guys that can hurt you on that team. And they got a couple of relievers, right? They've got a couple of relievers that can hurt you. And so when the elite element of that team, which is what we've seen during these playoffs, good as anybody. It's good as anybody in baseball. And then the downside of that team, which is the bottom half of their rotation – and the rest of their bullpen and their lack of, you know, their defense is really truly not good. Is like, yeah, that's that's how that team wins eighty-seven games because they're the twenty-seven Yankees one day and they're the sixty-two Mets the next, right? It's like the, you just you have no idea what you're going to get, and we don't know what we're going to get from them in the World Series. Yeah, I mean, they also seem to have. I hate. I'm not going to use the term grit. I don't like that word. Right. Um they're they're playing with like an edge yes there's just a little bit of an edge and there was an edge that was lacking from this dodger team they just kind of were in cruise control all year harper and i think it comes from harper there's just an edge right this guy plays with his hair on fire and obviously playing with the hair on fire isn't going to work if you go you know oh for 19 with 12 strikeouts but like like there's there's just an there's just kind of a, I agree with you. Well, look, a lot of it comes from the fans, right? Like Philly is that kind of town. Mm -hmm. uh, And they're obviously going crazy. Um, Obviously it's not a question of, see, I've never liked, like I, it really bugged me when the Yankees won the division 
and Aaron Boone comes down and goes, oh, a lot of people picked against us. Like, shut oh, up. Oh, yeah. That You're was the Yankees. Crazy. Shut no up, picked, right? No Nobody did. picked against you. No, I mean, you know, even people that, you know, I got a bunch of, I said something about it, and I, I got a bunch of people who said, oh, here, these guys picked the Blue Jays. It doesn't matter. You're the Yankees. Shut up. You don't, you don't have ever have the chance or the right to play it small. You're the Yankees, you know? And, and the Phillies, though, yeah, like everybody picks against them because no I mean, they're one, that good. No they won 87 the games, right? No one picked the Phillies. I think I, nobody picked the Phillies. No, I mean, the Braves, no. it was the Braves and, and the Mets, and that was it. Like and the Dodgers, and that was it. Everybody oh, thought, I mean, yeah. I mean, in that division. There's oh, in that division. Yeah, nobody, division, nobody, picked alone, them. nobody thought they were going to make the playoffs. And, no. and here's the great thing about them. They never make the playoffs in baseball history until this year, right? This is the year you add a team and it's them. Yeah. You add the DH, which is, you know, the, the best thing that could have ever happened to that team. Right. And, and, you know, Harper would not be playing if not for right. the DH. And right. so you've got this, you know, perfect setup. But, but I think your point is right. We're going to talk about the Astros in a minute because they're about as good a team as I've ever seen. But, but this, this Phillies team when they are right can beat anybody and that's sort of the way that town is that town has fallen in love with that team in a way that's that's bigger you know than than normal and you never know you never know they steal one in houston and and who the heck knows you know they come back home uh with you know with a chance to actually win it at home i don't know they're they're tough they're really really tough I think for, for me, the Phillies, like the moment they've kind of became like an interesting team for me, not just when they came in and, and, and stomped on the Dodgers, but when Alec Bohm was caught on the, on the hot mic saying like, I, Oh, I hate this effing city or whatever. Yeah. When he got <laughs> Right. And then, and then he stood at his locker and he said, you know what? I just, I'm so emotional. I want to win so bad. I got my emotions got the best of me. And he, and he took it, you know, on the chin and he absolutely. And the fans respected him and cheered yep. for him. And I was just like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Like, because you could see that going in a in an ugly, in an ugly in, in way. Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. You could see that going very ugly. But and, it's it's it was real. I think yeah. and and this this goes at a much, much larger. Uh, context than just baseball or just these kinds of things. If you own up to your mistakes in a big way, like he did, because yeah. it's like, it's not, he didn't apologize to anybody who was offended. You know, that no. nonsense. He basically said, Oh man, I, I was, I was a jerk, man. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I let I my it. emotions get a hold of me and I blew it and I'm sorry. And I don't feel that way. And everybody's like, yeah, it's cool. That's no problem. You know, it's a, just just hit a couple of home runs and and you're good, right? And yeah. and and I I think you're right. I think everything firing Girardi at exactly the time they did, getting themselves a, a manager that nobody wanted to hire. They basically they're like you're interim and you'll always be interim, like right away from the start. You know, yeah. everything about them just put these huge chips on their shoulders. And yeah, look, that's not why they won. They won because they had great pitching. Their bullpen was great and they hit the ball out of the park, right? That's why they won. But you're right. There's something about that team that feels like, like, yeah, they, they, the, 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 the more you talk about them, the more they like it, you know? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's the way it feels with them. And I think we also have to give Dave Dombrowski credit. I mean, he, credit. 
he goes for the throat, you know, he, he wants to win championships yeah. and it's like, it's all about the present prospects be damned, whatever we're doing. Doesn't care it. about any of that. And he gets results. I mean, fourth team, fourth team he's taken to the world series. I mean, that's yeah. just, just crazy. It's, that guy's going to the hall of fame. He's going to the hall of fame oh, and sure. nobody would call Dave Dombrowski like us, like a, an analytical genius right. or any right. of those things. But the guy, he he knows where the moment is. That's mm-hmm. just what he did with Boston. He's like, all right, yeah. you know what? I, I these all oh, we have all these prospects. That's great. We're not playing for 2025. We're playing for right now. We're gonna right. win right now. And it's not like every movie made was was perfect, but that team was amazing. Won 108 games and breezed through the World Series. And you know, flags fly forever and all of that. And I think. He went to Philadelphia with exactly the same mindset. I think this is a really weird World Series for me because I'm not going to be surprised if the Astros sweep, right. but I'm also not going to be surprised if the Phillies win. Yeah, right. Like I, it's it, this is a weird one. This is well, a really weird one. I think it's weird because we just don't know what to make of that Phillies team. Look, this is yeah. what we know. Here's here's what we know. That Astros team is about as perfect a baseball team as you can build right their their pitching is ridiculous i i, I did a little uh, preview over at my Substack, joe joe poslansky.com and uh and you, you can by the way please go to molly's uh uh Substack, the long game uh there'll be some we'll, we're gonna do some some world series stuff right over there yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great um but i talked about this ryan stanick is uh led the American league in ERA. He had the lowest ERA for 50 innings and above. And it was a 1.15 ERA. He, he struck out, you know, whatever, 80 and 50 innings or something. Uh, dominant, just pure dominant. He can't get in the game because he's their fifth best reliever. I mean, it's, 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 it's he pitched yeah. two innings this yeah. entire postseason, both in situations. One was in the 18 inning game and one when they were up five, nothing like he's Hilarious. their like mop up guy. He's like he'd be the best reliever on any other team. And he's their fifth reliever. So their pitching is crazy. And you know, let's let's talk about uh Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. yeah, you and I both this week. This is pretty this is pretty crazy, and it just shows that it's accurate. Yeah. Joe and I both the both this week, without even without consulting each other, had the same experience where we wrote about Jordan Alvarez yep. and were told by people in the game that he was he's the second best hitter in the game behind Mike Trout. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we were talking to the same people. I don't know. No, but, I'm sure we um, weren't. Talking to a, a pitching a, like a pitching coach whose job it is to game plan opposing hitters who faced Jordan Alvarez this year. Uh, did not face Mike Trout because Trout was injured at the time and said Jordan was the hardest because there are no holes. He used to have uh, fastballs up. He used to have a hole. It's closed. You can handle <laughs> right-handed, left-handed. Well, that's my dog, George. Hey, uh, right-handed, left-handed doesn't matter. Um, and that's why in that Seattle game when Robbie Ray came in and threw, a, threw him two heaters and not, not a slider because he can handle it. It's, the kid is unreal. It's unreal. You, you wrote a really great piece uh, last week because honestly, I had not even thought about this. Of course, I know it in the back of my mind. That guy should be a Dodger. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. They literally traded him 
And and you look back at what that trade was, and it wasn't like Josh Fields. They, yeah, for Josh, there was nothing they were going to do with Josh Fields. It was the weirdest thing. I when I tried I mean, to, you know what I thought it would be fun for me to try to find Josh Fields and and watch one <laughs> watch one of these uh, World Series games with him. Josh, uh, he's back in, oh, I believe he's in Oklahoma. He's a he's a proud uh, girl dad, and he's uh, you know I look, went to his Twitter feed. He's having a great time taking his kids to to uh, uh, their sporting games and their Good dance classes. Good and for him. Yeah, living his best life. But he's out of the game. He's in his thirties. He wasn't terrible for the Dodgers. He was just a guy. He was just know? a guy. He was just but, a guy. But, but he like always was going to be just a guy. It wasn't the trade for Max Scherzer or, right. or Mookie Betts or you right. Darvish. Right. Uh, That's the thing. It's like if you if you looked at that trade and you said, okay, even if even if it's a even if it's a miss, you're like, right. all right, they went for their final reliever piece that they thought they sure. were going to get or whatever. Like, you know, like the 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 Detroit Tigers pretty famously traded um uh, John Smoltz, a young John Smoltz for Doyle Alexander to, so that Doyle Alexander could be their sort of second or third starter going down the stretch. And Doyle Alexander was great. He went like 13 and 0 or something for them that year. Then he was out of baseball, essentially. I mean, he was an old guy. Uh, and John Smoltz goes on to a Hall of Fame career. Now you can regret that trade, but you know exactly why you did it. Why, yeah. like, what was there was no upside with Josh Fields beside. He was going to be a guy. I mean, I, why was, would you make that deal? It was weird too because it was 2016. The Dodgers weren't as good as um, they got in 2017, 18, 19, 20. So they were still they were not the best team in the National League that year. The Cubs were. Uh, they got smoked by the Cubs in the NFL. Yes. Yes. So it was just a, it was just kind of a weird trade. And Andrew Friedman never saw um, never saw this kid. He never took a professional at bat for the Dodgers in the minor wow. league. So I mean, they signed him. Um, Houston was on him, but they didn't have the money because they they gave it all to to Guriel, and they were they were in the you know penalty box basically if they signed if they had signed uh, Alvarez. So. Uh, they were happy to, they asked about him and Andrew Friedman thought they were asking about a different Alvarez. He had no idea. I don't think he had any idea who he was. Uh, so that, that's one he'd like to have back. I yeah. Mean, look, I think who would look, everybody makes a bad trade, especially when they're super young and you don't know them yet, but imagining Jordan Alvarez in that lineup is just mind blowing. They'd, it's they'd mind be, blowing. They'd be in the, they'd probably be in the world series. Right oh, now. I would think. I mean, they just, it would just be, but then it's like, could have, would have, should have, would they have then gotten, would they have, would they would have they've gotten, gotten Freddie Freeman? Freeman? Would they have got right? They, right. It, you right. Know, it's yeah. Just no, you never know. It's just, it's just, this guy is so incredibly good. And I don't think, hopefully, I mean, I would love to see him have a great series just because I don't think, America really understands how good he is. I mean, I just think he's, it's still, we're still at a very, uh, you know, at the point where everybody's like, oh yeah, that guy's good. The Astros are good, but he's elite, elite good. Like he's Bryce Harper good. And, and he's it's going to be- Mike Trout. He's Mike Trout. Mike Trout good. Yeah, as a hitter. Yeah. I mean, also we got to talk about Pena too, because that kid- <sighs> Wow. I, and I, and I'm, I didn't raise my hand on this. I knew how good Jordan Alvarez- was i did not know how good this shortstop was he yeah. is he is ridiculous i mean he's, he's incredible he's he, absolutely incredible and you wonder i mean look this this tells you i mean we all know about the astros and the scandal and the this and the that 
all that team does is load up on players. I mean, it's there. They are so incredibly smart. You know, I mean, it's like, they're like, oh, they're really good. And then suddenly it's like, well, who's Kyle Tucker? And Kyle Tucker is hitting 35 home runs a year. And then right. it's like, oh, who's Jeremy Pena? It's like, oh, he's the best young shortstop in the game or whatever. It's, it's, they, they are, I mean, that's sort of what we've been expecting from the Dodgers and the Dodgers yeah. have delivered that, but it's almost like the Astros have even taken it a step higher. It's like, yeah. it's like Gavin Lux became a good player. But Jeremy Pena became like became a, a star. Yeah, a star. A star. Yeah. Hey, and and I, we probably should talk about that because I've seen some think pieces about, oh, you know, does would the Astros winning this year would that legitimize them or whatever? And my thing is like, no, look, they were good. <laughs> They've always been good. Right. Like, right. It's not like they were a crappy team that cheated their way to the title. Part of what made it so hard. To, to wrap wrap our brains around is that they didn't need to cheat. That's to right. That's they right. were really good then. They've always been really good. Oh yeah, um, it's it's the Barry Bonds. It's the Barry Bonds thing where it's like, yeah, you know, the, the, and and I think it is very difficult for any of us to sort of accept when an incredibly talented, good person or team also cheats. Right. right? It's like it delegitimizes them, but. You look at that lineup in 2017. Well, yeah. it's pretty similar to what the lineup now. Right. It's like they were loaded. They were right. loaded. That team was so good. And Jose yeah. Altuve was so good. And Bregman was so good. I mean, George and Springer was like. George Springer was mom, so good. My yeah. mom, the Dodger fan, still has, still, oh, that's Springer, you know, because <laughs> every time he came up, he, he never made an out, you know. And then she's like, I can't help but like him because he's. He talks about his stutter, but you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I think he's a yeah, cool guy. I think Bregman's a cool thing. guy. I mean, these are these are really interesting people and great players. And look, what they did was was they you know they have to they have to deal with what they did, right? They have to pay for what they did. And and if somebody wants to call them cheaters and say that 2017 is illegitimate, they brought that on themselves. They really yeah. did, but. Anybody who thought that team was like needed to do that and was going to fall right. apart after that, they were kidding themselves. It's also, it, I mean, I obviously I have mixed, uh, very mixed emotions about all this and, and was, I had just written a book about the Dodgers quest to win a right? championship and was extremely, we don't even need to get into it. But um, with the exception of Alex Bregman and Altuve and Gurriel and I guess Verlander, I mean, this is, a, a different roster it is um, so yeah 17 you cheated it's tarnished right like they win they win this one it's it's legitimate it's, well sure and i think uh, last year would have been legitimate and 19 sure. would have been legitimate i mean i don't think they're cheating anymore i think they've stopped they've, right. they've been stopped and and uh, and all of that but yeah i mean look it's going to carry yourself that's just sort of the price you have to pay when you do things like that um, but they are ridiculously good. They're and, so and, good. and the thing, like the weak link is like Justin Verlander had a really right. bad start. <laughs> right. Okay. The guy, right. the freaking guy who's probably going to win the, With the Cy Young. Home, yeah. Yeah. was like, was bad in, in game one of whatever. I forget if it was the, everything's running together. They well, I do want to talk something about Verlander because, because this yeah. is something that you would be particularly, um, uh, you know, can particularly talk to. 
Um, he's been horrendous in the World Series. Horrendous throughout his career. He's 0 and 6 with a 560 ADRA. He's only really pitched one sort of okay game. He's been really bad. Yeah. And I watched Rich Hill outpitch him twice. In yeah, you've seen it exactly. In, in person, yeah. I mean, but obviously, okay, but like Jock Peterson. Yeah, he pitched fine. He, pitched, he didn't pitch fine. terrible every time, he's but fine. all in all, he's not sure. pitched well. And he has had a couple of terrible games. And he's obviously going in game one tonight. Obviously, that became a very, very, very big story with um, Clayton Kershaw. Like that yeah. was the every all anybody talked about. Him. He can't, he loses it in the postseason. You don't hear it that much with Verlander. No. And he's been worse in my mind. He's been worse in my mind than Kershaw uh, in the postseason. Again, small sample size. I'm not sitting there saying that he in any way, shape, or form um, can't pitch in the postseason because it's nonsense. But you look at the numbers, you look at the career, you look at the statistics, you look at the game by game. He has not been good, particularly in the World Series, and it's not really a story. I mean, I guess there is a little bit of a story that he hasn't won, you know, a World Series game, but it's not – I don't think it, – it doesn't feel like it's surrounded his story the way that it did with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. I mean, I have my own theories. Um, I Well, I think people are assholes and want to tear someone down. Kershaw, I think, was just so – up up on the mountaintop as like yeah. the greatest pitcher of a generation that people just could not believe any October stumbles. That's part of it. The other part of it is the Dodgers just literally tried to uh win with just him for yeah, so that's, long. That's true. I mean, it was like, oh, if he doesn't 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 go you know seven scoreless, then we're gonna lose the series. Right. Whereas the Astros, sorry, my dog is just really wanting to chime in on this. He, he's he's got a lot of thoughts about Justin Verlander. He's got a lot no of thoughts question. about Justin Verlander. You know, I just think it's um it's I don't know why why do some narratives take off? Um, yeah, it's weird. It's just an they, interesting thing. To I me. mean I, I, the Astros have been a more complete team. I mean, I think also in the, the Tigers freaking, I mean, people don't even remember the Tigers once had Verlander and Scherzer. And Scherzer uh, and, and uh, Porcello and uh, Miguel Cabrera. I mean, that 2014 Tigers yeah. team that, that lost in the playoffs yeah. is one of the most talented teams that's ever been put together. You know, uh, they've got like three Hall of Famers and a couple more Cy Young winners. I mean, it's it's I mean, incredible. The Dodgers, anytime Kershaw stumbled at all, uh, the Dodgers People just pounced. stood around. Also, you know, his, his ERA was sort of inflated by uh, – Pedro Terrible. Baez coming yes. in and always yes. letting his inherited runners score. That's what they I mean. Never, yeah. The Dodgers never rebounded in one game. Like, like the Astros, you know, Verlander sucked in his, in his playoff start earlier this, this month. And the Astros still won that game. Absolutely. The Dodgers didn't do that for, for Kershaw. Yeah. It's really rare that they would do that for him. So that's part that's, of it. I that's think. part of it too. It's a good point. All right. So we are, we are counting down to, to game one. Uh, obviously there's so much on the line in game one. Anytime you play in a game seven in a seven yeah. game series, obviously winner of game one wins a big percentage, whatever the case may be, but it feels like the Astros, the, the pressure really feels to me like it's on the Astros. This team has not lost in the postseason. They won 160 games. They have lost two of the last three world series to like 
to like teams that that did not feel like they were as better than them and yet you know they lost dusty baker has his long you know road that he does have one ring let's he does have one ring he does he does have a ring for as a player yes yes yes, he does long road long road. road that he has been on uh to get here so there's a lot there and it feels like like if Houston would would just win these two games at home, I, I don't think the series is coming back. But if the Phillies could sneak one of these games, like I just like I'm not saying that Astros team is in any way like there's no weak links on that team. It's not like that team is like going to fold or whatever. But I just think there's a lot of pressure on the Astros the next couple of games, particularly tonight. Particularly it's pretty, tonight. It's pretty crazy how they haven't lost a game, but almost all of their wins have been left by one or two runs. Yes, I mean, and crazy Mariners, comebacks. Yes. And Mariners led like most of those games. And then yeah. They, well, know. and then had the, you know, they needed the Jordan Alvarez home run in the in the ninth or whatever in that yeah. one game, the 18 inning game that they could have lost any number of ways. Even against right. the Yankees, you know, in game in game four, they were down. And um, yeah, so it's Maybe not as they haven't hit that well. Like their no, pitching has been off the charts, but particularly against the Yankees, well, against both teams. I mean, 18 innings yeah, without Altuve, scoring a run. Altuve hasn't been himself. Altuve's been not been himself at all. I just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you think, I think, you know, we try to stay out of nonsense on this podcast. So I'm not talking about momentum or this or that, but it does feel like, hey, you know, if it starts going a little bit bad for Houston tonight, that 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 the the, the weight is on them. It's not yeah. on the Phillies, you know. I think you're right. I think I think the Phillies are playing with house money, right? You know, they don't have they don't have the same expectations that the that the Yankees and the Dodgers and even the Astros have. You know, World Series or bust because they because they're so good and they've they've built these juggernauts. I mean, the way they see it, they're just you know, like you said, they, they weren't even going to be in the playoffs, right. uh, not for the expansion. So they got nothing to lose. Um, I think Bryce, Har- I, I mean, I, I'm not a betting person, I guess, but I, I, I think Bryce Harper's going to hit a home run tonight off of yeah. Justin Verlander. Um, I think they're going to draw first blood and, and we'll see. Um, Houston's a, a, a tremendous team and, and I don't think it's going to be, a, and they've been there before. So they're not going to have the, the the jitters, which are real, um, of, of a team that hasn't been there before. But Philly is so dangerous. Um, I, I I really have no idea what's going to happen. Well, we don't know. Which, uh, we don't know. But, but I'm 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 looking forward to this. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun series. I really do. And yeah. that that could be a, a Houston sweep. Absolutely. It could be a, a longer series with Philly coming out on top of the end. It could be either way. I don't think anybody knows you know, at all. We never know. But um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really fun series. So here's my question for you. Okay. How many of these should we do during the World Series? Uh, a lot. Yeah, we should just keep doing this podcast during the World keep, Series, let's right? Let's keep it rolling, yeah. We just, we just, we should just do it. Like, we should, we should plan on, we should plan on another one coming, like, after game two, maybe. Yeah. All right? Yeah, all right, sure. so, yeah. We, we just need to keep this, Keep this going because we have to we have to let people know. Of course, if we what will that so there here's my final question for you. Yeah. If you had to predict what prediction or what will that podcast that we do on Monday on the day off between game two and game three, 
what will be the featured story on that podcast? Uh, okay, so I think if the series will be tied one to one. Okay. And I think we'll, we we will be sitting here wondering how the hell Philadelphia is going to patch together <laughs> enough starting pitching in games right. three and four <laughs> to avoid going down three to one. Yes. <laughs> yes. they can get their big guys back on the on the bump. But we'll also be talking about Bryce Harper. I think I think Bryce yeah. Harper. I I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. he will be a big story in these first two games. And who's going to be the unsung person that we are not expecting? Well, I think we'll be talking about Pena. I think Pena, there we go. He's not unsung. Oh, unsung. Okay. Well, Um, but he's sort of unsung. I mean, look, he's still a rookie. He's still like, he's not, he's not in that, in that Bregman, you know, Alvarez, you know, I'll tell you the guy who I think it could be is Yuri Yuri Gurriel. That guy, like, like playoff time comes around. Like that guy is, he's just, professional hitter you know it's it really is i mean he's been doing it forever you know did it for years and years in cuba and 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 i don't know i just would not surprise me if somehow yuri guriel was the hero of game two or something it's funny i keep forgetting that jt real muto is on the field (laughs) (laughs) because like I mean, and he's like, he's good. He's really good. <laughs> like, we could be talking about JT Real Muto. We could like, be. We could be like, talking about Reese Hoskins. We yeah. really could be talking about Reese Hoskins. Yeah. But yeah. I think, I think I like our predictions better. All right. So we'll All be right. back with you on Monday. I'm so excited about game one tonight. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And George, my dog, is very excited. This is the first time he's like barked through one of our podcasts. So he's I, he's, he's World Series ready. I thought he was. I look, he had some great points to make about great Verlander. Point. I thought Verlander I is, is uh, I don't know. Maybe Justin's a big a big uh, big dog guy. I don't know. He's he he's seems to be. be he seems to. George has opinions and, and emotions about Verlander. So I we'll love see. it. I love it. <laughs> All right, we will talk Monday. Okay. Bye, Joe.